Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. It's never easy. Nothing ever seems to come easy for this year's edition of the Calgary Flames. A two-goal third-period lead against the Ottawa Senators. Last game of a road trip, you figure they're going to tuck these two points away and you're going to be feeling good. Big win in Buffalo. You find a way in Ottawa. You head home. Awesome. It's how you end a road trip. Two goals in 46 seconds. Batherson to Brinkett to overtime. Tim Stutzla ends it. Flames lose 4-3 in overtime. There's lots to uh, to pick away at this retro, but... We were kind of, we were kind of texting. It it just feels like, what are they, a self-fulfilling, you know, prophecy or that sort of thing. When it became a one goal lead, two minutes left, too much time. They're going to take the goalie out and they'll find a way to tie it and sure as shit they did. As soon as they scored, it was like, yeah, for sure we're going to OT. And there's, and I, honestly, I thought Stutzel was going to end it up in regulation at one point. I think he had a shot later on, yeah. in the, late in the third. And I'm like, oh, my God, they might not even get to overtime. But no. I, <laughs> I, I'm i going to say it. Yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about it. I don't think Markstrom can handle pressure. I don't even know what to think with him right now. There's, there's so many praise them. There's so many things that are happening. First period breakdown, breakaway, one nothing. It's a it's a breakaway. I don't know how you can necessarily blame the goalie. It just how many times I just you're, you're rattling off. Oh, there was the one against Lion A against Columbus, and there's this one against. It just feels like every three or four games he's having to face one of those shots early on, and then you get into the late stages of a game there, and I. I'm with you. I just felt like they were going to, they may lose it in regulation. Not a great goal in overtime. I get it's three on three. No, that's a shit goal in overtime. You got to have that stop. You shot it through him. It went through him. It was, you got a defenseman pushing the guy out wide. I mean, it's not like he loaded up on the shot. He just released it. He knew it wasn't going to backdoor pass. There was no one else with the guy. I mean, all you got to do is hold your net and take the angle and block it. I mean, no, that's a horseshit goal. And for a while, because I made I made the note that he's gonna he's gonna go in the dressing room and he's going to like freak out on these guys because the shot clock was so lopsided at one point, and it was a two one hockey game. You know what though? They made it a three one game. They get you score three, you hope to win. You were on the road. You'd played you'd played well enough to win. Played well. It's a it's a kick right in the. It's a kick right in the junk for sure. And I, 
Uh, I don't goalies is they also who knows what goalies are. Goalies are weird. Goalies are this. Goalies are that. We've seen a lot of uncharacteristic stuff from Jacob Markstrom. The I suck at hockey. That how he fell to pieces in that game against Edmonton early on in the season. He has not looked himself for any amount of time. He's still again last year. Remember what do you have? Eight nine shutouts at this point. He's the, he's got zero shutouts on the season well usually shutout chances are gone very early in hockey games yeah there's right. there's no they're not they haven't flirted with one and i act that being said when there was four or five minutes left i was like you know what he made a couple big saves and he played well they got the two points that's a nice end to a road trip blah 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 i had the whole speech planned and even even the fact that Lewis and Lucic were playing every other shift, it seemed like in a third in a shutdown role. I'm like, that's that's well managed. They're doing that. They're they're contributing. He's Daryl's got guys, you know, going to feel good about everybody chipping in on this one. That's this is a this is a hell of a road trip, maybe. Yeah. And then you go home, and you're going to long flight home, long road trip. The coach is going to be sour. Markstrom's going to be not a word said the whole way, right? Like this, they're not in a position where they can just shrug it off now either, right? It's not October. It's not November. It's late in the year. I mean, you're you're well into it and you need points. This is not a situation where, ah, Got away from us last game of a road trip. Not a big deal. We'll be fine. You needed those two. You needed both points, and you didn't get them. And I thought early on it looked like there was going to be some fatigue, and I wondered with Ottawa, good young team, right? They they've got they played with some speed. I thought it was maybe going to be an issue. I thought as the game went on, they were just fine. I thought they dug in pretty well yep. until the final friggin' 2-46. and 46. Did, Was there anything else? Because, again, we, we were talking about it before we started here. The the first goal to get them to within one, goalie was out, but I don't know that the extra attacker had actually made it in yet. It was just a goal. And yeah. that one there too, again, it feels like piling on. Markstrom makes that first save and it's right there. He looks to his right. He has no idea where that puck is. And then it falls down and Batherson knocks it in. And then obviously that, that overtime goal. Uh, I'm with you. There was a lot of things. You, how, how great has Dylan Dubé been playing? Tyler Toffoli's yeah. on a roll. That top line, they've been, they had a great day in Buffalo. What, seven points, I think, combined from those three guys. Kept it going today. Dubé looks right at home. It's hard right now to take much out of that. I, You know, Daryl, what's, does he say anything in the room after this game or is it just pack your shit and let's go? And we'll talk I would about imagine it. it's, let's get the hell out of here. Yeah. There's no, so what are you going to, on, like I, I said, you can't shrug it off, and you can't, but there's also no sense going in there kicking garbage cans. I don't think at that point you've got a goaltender that's already questioning his abilities, and you can tell is lacking some confidence. A game where you felt like actually he might come out of it feeling good, right? With five minutes left or whatever, three minutes left, you were like, he's going to come out of this game feeling good about it because he made the saves he needed to. Yeah, gave up a breakaway goal, but it, those – that shit happens. Finally, a situation where Markstrom can leave a game and feel like he had a, a say in how it went. 
And now that say is, I can't stop the puck when I need to. I can't make the big save when the pressure's on. And honestly, I, I he's stressing out. He has to be. Like, even the Brinkat, hell of a shot, sure. I still think you got to, I still think it's one, one of those two, I guess, you have to have. And it's not as though he didn't make some good saves along the way, but you're right. It feels like when the vice tightens, when you're, when your nuts get squeezed a little bit, yes, it does kind of feel like he's having a hard time in, in those moments. Um, I'll just jump. We're, we're right there rather than go away from it, and then come back. Uh, let's do buy it or sell it here on afterburner boomer. And, uh, Red Warner, by the way, Derek Newman, there you see it. D Newman at CIR realty. It is Derek Newman of Newman Dean's real estate group. Buy it or selling. Let Derek do the work for you. Email him D Newman at CIR realty.ca or call 403-619-6661. We know that Daryl Sutter loves number one goalies. He'll tell you, I don't like pulling goalies. He likes to ride number ones. We've talked a lot about that. I'm going to throw this out. You tell me, are you buying? Are you selling? I say after, after this coming home now from a, well, do the math for me. Tonight was game 54. Dan Vladar makes more starts than Markstrom the rest of the way. I will buy what you're selling. I'm going to buy that Vladar will play more games. The only issue I have is that once they get eliminated from the playoffs, it might just go back and forth. <laughs> Honestly. Like, yeah. Or Daryl will make a statement and go, sorry, Markstrom, you didn't help us. We're going to find out what Vladar is. I mean, but I'm buying it. I'm buying it, and I, I feel bad about it because it's a shitty situation. A Vezina finalist, and now you now you can't trust to put him in the net. And and I don't know. Do you trust him? I don't. It's getting harder. We're awfully deep into this season now, yeah. and we've seen some of these breakdowns. And it's not even it's not even breakdowns. The guy's numbers all year long. We keep talking about is he going to get over nine hundred in save percentage? Is he going to get back above nine hundred? He's not showing any signs. He's making some routine stuff, but he's nowhere close to the game-saving shutout, league-leading shutout guy that that he was a year ago. No. And you've played with some, you've played with a bunch of goalies, some of them quirky, some guys, you know, boisterous, other guys very quiet and all that. I kind of, I I, 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 I trust your judgment a lot of times on stuff like this. And it's easy just to pile on goalies and it's kind of the tongue-in-cheek defenseman joke right out oh, goalie should have had it but you've been talking about this with markstrom for long enough i'm i'm kind of inclined to to believe you there's something there's something not quite right there and i don't think he's injured i don't think he's injured at all either i was actually going to ask did he get it shouldn't matter we should because off ice stuff should be irrelevant but does he not freshly engaged or something like is there distractions off the ice or differences in you know what i mean lifestyle well it was all a... tanked up at ranchman's on uh, during the all-star break singing ring of fire or something like that i, I it's it's easy I, I just remember it now remember when he fell there were a couple plays early in the first period where he went out to stop the rim and didn't quite get it and then there was the one play where he kind of he almost fell he fell at the side of the net what's going on here is this guy all right what are we yeah, but if he's hurt then don't have him play him i'm like, yeah I, i'm not even i'm not necessarily suggesting that he's that he's injured but it's just what's, what's up kid 
What's Something's happening? off. I mean, you don't go from Vesna to this. I'm sorry. And he's got the same coach he had last year, right? It's not like Huberto and Kadri and Weger coming into a new system and a new guy. He knew that coach last year, and he played well under him. So I there's no more pressure this year than last. Maybe they're not scoring as much, but he's not making the saves, and no. he's putting them in holes typically to start games. Oiler fans, Oiler fans love to joke that uh, Connor McDavid and the Oilers broke Jacob Markstrom. He was dynamite in that Dallas series and then shit himself. A lot of guys did, but was not good in the Oilers series and hasn't been himself since. It's not nice to joke about if it, but it's not good. It's not good for this team right now. They, they deserve to win that game tonight. And I don't know if now you'd go back because we, for so long games where he was losing, he didn't have a lot of goal support. And I had that. It was a 2-1 game. I figured he's going to freak out on these guys. Could you pot one, please? Like we had five-on-three power plays for a minute or whatever there at the end of the first into the second, and they couldn't finish. But they get that insurance goal. You're in the third. Good teams, playoff teams win those games. You don't give up two in the final minute. Shut down. Absolutely shut down. I do think we see Vladar. I, I don't know that there's there's much choice and he's played well enough that was his first loss obviously going back to D- detroit man and that was markstrom's first win in buffalo in i forget <laughs> yeah. what it was it was he was oh five and three or something prior coming in it was his first win in over a month so the the problem with all of it is there uh, every time they turn around they're punching themselves in the face or kicking themselves in the nuts like it's you're doing it to yourselves fellas this is not other teams coming in and taking over games and dictating play, you, they, they're just not getting the job done. And I don't know at what point you get disheartened by it if you're the players, right? Like Toffoli, you said, Toffoli, Dubay, some guys playing pretty good hockey, should be feeling good about themselves, and now you got to ride the F and playing home and not talk to anyone and pretend, you know what I mean, and hate, oh, yeah. hate the whole five hours of it. Like it's, it's the shits, and don't think – that's one of the bad things about Daryl is that, well, he can be good that way too. I got to catch myself because sometimes when you're losing, he's actually, he's better off, which is odd, but this doesn't feel like the year where he's going to loosen the, he's going to put the screws to him even more. So I don't know this. It's, it feels like it's spiraling a little bit. That's Buy It or Sell It, presented by Derek Newman of Newman Dean's Real Estate Group with CIR Realty. If you're buying, if you're selling, let Derek do the work for you. Email dnewman at cirrealty.ca or give him a call, 403-619-6661. Now, on the flip side, they get a point. And it's what points, get more points than games, that whole thing. I, I just feel like you're you're at some point you're going to run out of these are games you should win. Yes, you got a point. And... They're not in a situation where more point. They have to win some effing hockey games. The Senators, and that was their there's... 25th win of the season. The Flames have 25 wins. And yeah, and you make fun of the Sens like they're dog shit. deal. Right? Like the, the Flames aren't in a position. The, the only saving grace for the Flames is the fact that the other teams in the West have shit to bed too. That's it. That's the only saving grace for the Calgary Flames at this point. That is it. Yeah. It. 
we talk about how they miss Chris Tanev when he's not in. You, you could have used, you would have liked to have had Rasmus Anderson in these. He's got last two top games. four defensemen out. Shellington was a top four defenseman last year. We don't talk about him a lot because it's none of our damn business what's going on in his personal life. You lose him and you lose Rasmus Anderson, and that's 24 minutes of ice of quality defenseman, and it shows. Yeah. But again, I don't know that I. You can pick holes and make excuses. You're up three one with two minutes left. Don't I, I? I don't. You're you're telling me there's not five guys, or eight guys, or ten guys on that roster that can't get you through two minutes of of a hockey game to win it. Like, come on. You got Tanev. You've got Uyghur. You've got Hannafin. You got a Zadorov. Like uh, these guys should be more than capable of handling that. Would have been nice and, to see and it, Hannafin hit the net in overtime on the breakaway. As soon as I saw it was him, I'm like, well, that's not going to work out, <laughs> right? Like, I'm like, anyone but, please. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't it ain't his fault. That would be like me getting on a breakaway. It's, I'd be looking at, do I have to do, can someone else take this over for me, please? Like, it's not his strong suit. Great skater, but he's not gifted offensively. Just close your eyes and shoot it as hard as yeah, you can. That's all he tried to do. It's hard. It's hard to pivot off of off of the goalie because there's obviously other aspects of this game. You could have scored more. You had that five on three that you didn't score. You had chances in overtime. The blown lead because they had. I went. I was trying to remember what it was. It wasn't as significant. It wasn't a two goal lead, but they did have that lead against the Rangers on the first game of this road trip or second, if you ask Daryl, but in New York stone scored to give them a one goal lead. And then Zabanajad scored on the power play. And then they lose that one. So on this road trip to have two third period leads slip through their fingers, there would have been a time where a Daryl Sutter team or this team, you wouldn't have gone, you wouldn't have had those in a few months, let alone twice in the course of a week. That's and that's why I can't tell if they're tuning Daryl out. Is that a possibility? See, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't hate the game. Well, that's the problem. That's the problem. They were fine. They were. They probably. They well. They probably deserved the win. I actually, when I you know when you're watching it, you start to make. I make mental notes. I don't write them down because strong up top but it's you kind of plan what you're going to think and say and talk about and i'm like i was actually going to make fun of ottawa for being their young team you can tell they're erratic like they're trying to make their their stick handling 800 times when they don't don't have stick handle at all and you know stutzla has four points but i was like how many times did he turn the puck over too like i thought ottawa was an erratic team you can see some skill on that team and it was like all offense, all offense, all offense. I was actually going to make fun of the Ottawa defense. I think the shit scared. They were petrified of getting hit. It was, uh, you go back and watch that game and you'll see numerous occasions where they spend all kinds of time in their own end because they're scared shitless of getting body checked. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. None of it matters because the Flames blew it. Yeah. And I don't even know how they blew it. Like, I'm trying to envision how did that the second goal go in the um, the shot yeah Batherson the Batherson is at the side of the net and again I'll have to go back and take a look Markstrom makes the save on his glove side and they had that kind of the behind the net 
above angle. And it was sitting right there. And it looked to me like he turned to his right. Every time I, I keep coming back, it was your buddy, it was your buddy Noodles, Jamie McLennan. And he said, the one thing about Mika Kiprasov that was great, one of the greatest that you didn't realize is that he always knew where the puck was. Yeah. His rebound control, is that's one thing. And he would generally be able to kind of know where it was going. But even if he wasn't able to direct it, he knew where it was. And if he was in trouble, he knew how to, how to find it. It just looked like he, he's, he's kicked a few pucks right into the slot. And on that one specifically, he, he didn't know where it was. And then Batherson had, had time to tap it in. But I, I, I get that part, but where's the breakdown? Do you know what I mean? Like there's gotta be, cause he's like, you said, it wasn't that guy's still coming in off the bench, right? It's not like they had zipped it around the, mm. the zone in a six on five for 20 seconds. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And, and found a lane and, and made a pass, blah, blah, blah. It's five on five, really. And they lose coverage? Like, it might no, not just that, be the no, goal. No, no, that, that guy came in off the bench and he found the loose puck, actually. We're, we're wrong in that instance. But, but you're right. Now, I'm watching it. Yeah, yeah. And you watch Markstrom and there's a screen, but it hits his glove and he loses it. That's yeah. what happened. It might not be just be the goalie who. No who puckers up when you get into these stages of the game. This is a team that if, if my math is right, they're four and 11 beyond regulation, three and eight in overtime, one and three in the shootout issue being, they they weren't, I get that part where Markstrom lets it in and we, they blow the, they actually blow it in overtime, but they were up by two. Uh, This is not overtime yet. Like (laughs) you, you have the lead and you don't even, anyway, it's, it's something. I don't. Th- I keep saying it. I don't think they're digging out of it. You needed to pull it from the fire against the Blue Jackets. You lost to Chicago. You've lost to Ottawa. You can't. You 
you just can't suffer these losses. I guess you got single points and maybe we'll be wrong. Again, we, we say this on Friday because we went on the other show. We went off on, on Friday after that Detroit loss because it was, it was hard to watch. I'll be happy to be loud wrong about this. Oh, you guys. You, hey, I'd love to be wrong. Like you said, go ahead. Pull a St. Louis Blues. Be near the bottom of the standings and then get some unbelievable goaltending and some plucky come from behind efforts and find a way in and then go all the way. We'd love to see it. It's just hard to imagine with the points that they're giving away and then the performances where they where they don't show up. This this hurts because they didn't necessarily deserve to beat Detroit that night. They probably should have won this game. Now, could they have lost? There were that, that stretch in the second period where I think Batherson missed the net and Stutzel, remember they were... Yeah. Mark, and you know what? Markstrom looked like he was out of position on a lot of those too. They just missed the fucking net. Like Kachuk was at the side of the net and he couldn't score. Stutzler was there. I think it was uh, uh, Giroux had the pass to Debrinket and he couldn't hit the one-timer. Yeah. He was kind of flailing there too, so... But but he was flailing and make saves and you're up 3-1 and then it's... Like, like I said, I was ready... To be like, great job. You battled. You held them to one. Last game of a road trip, you you found a way. That's gutsy. You got, you know, I don't think they give a damn what we think of them, but I'm sure everyone in the media was calling out, just like we were, taking a, you know, giving a, <laughs> rubbing their noses in it a little bit, and they respond with two wins against two, well, Sabres, I think, are pretty good. Ottawa's young and talented. But then you blow it, and it leaves everyone that's been watching this team going, I can't trust you. I, I just I just can't. I've tried. I want to be behind you. I want to support you. I want... But you're finding ways to do this. And typically, against teams, you should should beat aren't like really you know what i mean like we, oh, yeah. you you hate to not give the other team credit but all in all the flames are supposed to beat the ottawa senators if i mean if anything you looked at this month and this was the month that you had to and that there's you're only halfway through it christ it's the 13th but you had a lead in new york and you'd settle for a single point and you were no good against detroit and then you rebound against buffalo if you get two here, you're pretty happy with how things have been going. Plus Seattle before the All-Star break. I don't know. We do this friggin' show daily, and it's the roller coaster ride. Maybe we maybe we should be doing this once a week. I don't know. But it's hard after these games, because we did the show after the Detroit game, and it stunk, and then you do this one, and it was no good. You come home. You've got Detroit on Thursday, the Rangers come in on Saturday, and then it's Philadelphia on Monday. The Rangers look to be pretty good. Obviously, they made, made the trade for Tarasenko and that going back to last week. But Detroit is no screaming hell, and Philadelphia, you know, they're not anything anything this year. And I get we're talking from a, I'm just talking from a league-wide perspective. Then it's Arizona. And then you've got Vegas and Colorado and Boston and Toronto. So the wolf is going to be at the door right away. Like it's coming. These tough teams, Boston's going to be no, no fun. Colorado, you know, that's well, maybe it's for you the best win these games. Maybe it's for the best because maybe you'll have clarity by that trade deadline one way or the other. 
I don't think you will because I think they're good enough that they'll get a couple points and they'll get a couple wins, and I think they'll be in the exact same situation they are right now when the trade deadline hits. I don't think they're threatening to go on a eight-game point streak or win streak, and I don't think they're going to lose eight in a row. But I don't. I, I think they'll muddle their way to the to the trade deadline, and then and then what? Yeah. Right. Then if you make a trade. Is that the right? Ah, I don't. I don't envy Treliving trying to negotiate or you know manage this because he's yeah. got to be going to save himself. What the hell have I got? I don't know. Are we are we a guy away or are we dreaming that we're even close? I've, I don't know. I, well, I think I do. I think it's I, the latter. I don't, I don't see any way you can. I really don't. If this is in this, well, well you shouldn't this... because your top goal is no good. Yeah. Honestly, that's. That's a big piece of it. Last year, high-end team. Your first line was one of the best in the league, and your goaltender was one of the best in the world. You do not have that. Neither one. So why should we expect that they're a playoff team? If, you, if you're a team that plays Sutter-style hockey, you need a number one goaltender, a guy that they rely on, can shut things down for. Don't have it. Well, if you don't have that in your Sutter-style team, you're going to have a hard time making the playoffs. Let's do our let's do our cheers of the game while we're in high spirits here. It's a presentation of BK Beaufort Liquor, located on the Trans-Canada Highway across from Windsport beside McDonald's. Stop in, stock up on your way out to the mountains. You can see them on uh, social media, on Twitter, at BK Liquor, on Instagram, at BK Beaufort Liquor. Man Deep. Our buddy Mandeep, my understanding is having a birthday today. Old uh, old man deeper. Nice. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy oh, birthday. He's almost a Valentine's child, eh? Wow. Uh, I know. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a romantic. He's mm-hmm. a sweet, sweet boy. So cheers of the game. There were there were some performances, and again, the tone and tenor of this game, this show would be totally different if they hang on for a three one weed lead, maybe get an empty net four one coming home. Everyone's feeling great, but it's hard not to. But there were some performances and some uh, some gentlemen who did play well enough to earn a cheers. Who you got tonight? I'm going to go off completely off of the book or whatever. I'm not even in the game. My good buddy Steve Bontador passed away on February 15th. And I'm going to raise a cup to my good buddy Steve. His son, Morrison was at his first hockey practice last week and uh i got a video of it and i'm just it tickles me pink just to be able to see him out there and and having fun and knowing how proud his old man would be of him so thinking of you steve never uh never a bad time to raise a glass to old monty i like that one i uh i've i've gone to him a few times man i dylan dubé with another great night he I don't know if anybody really had a hard time when Dubé went on that line with Lindholm and Toffoli, but you had to maybe kind of squint. You're spreading some things out. He's done everything you could have hoped for from this guy. Tonight sets a career new a new career high. 33 points is a new career high for him. He has, what, 15 goals. His career high there is 18. He should have no problem getting there. Had four points against the Sabres the other day. His speed, there's confidence. He's making plays, and he looks like... Oddly, it's he and Toffoli 
really kind of seemed to have something mm-hmm. going. So I'm happy for him. Came into training camp, was in great shape, took the summer, took uh, whatever Daryl had to say to him, took it to heart, came in, he was ready to go. So I will, I'll do a cheers to Dylan Dubé. So I cheers of the game. BK Beaufort Liquor, you know where they are. Go and see them. Trans-Canada Highway right across from COP, Windsport. And if you're heading out to the mountains, you just head in there, say hi to Mandeep, say hi to the family on Twitter and and, and happy birthday. That's right. That is correct. Two, eight and four is our record since we've started doing this afterburner thing. Hmm. Now you were here for the two wins, right? Like I actually was thinking that you were going for your third win tonight. I think I was. Yeah. I felt pretty good about it too. I don't remember which they were. God. St. Louis. Yeah, St. Louis was one. So don't have many. And they probably pulled one other one from the friggin' fire. Um, I don't feel like we had a lot to do with this one uh, no. tonight. As they, uh, I don't they think did. we ever have a lot to do with them, Dean, but uh, <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. You know what? I, the, like the kick in the junk here again? It's their third string goaltender. Their third string goaltender. Well, Anton and they, Forsberg blew his fucking knees out two days ago. They bring this kid in, and I think that was his first win. Or I think he got a win against Detroit last year. Like, come on, guys. Jesus. I was I thought special teams was going to be the big key tonight, and they they won them. But it didn't matter because I, I was like, well, the only way Ottawa wins is if the Flames take some penalties and they score a bunch of power play goals on their number two ranked power play. Yeah. Well, well they did a good job. <laughs> yeah, I was shocked when we had that on the other show today. The Senators have the number two power play in the entire National Hockey League, which I would not have guessed. But I guess if you start to look around, there's some offense there. But they did a pretty good job, all things considered, against that against that power play. They played... They played well. If if these weren't nearly piggybacked with all these other disappointing, shitty efforts where you've let leads go or you just didn't play well, you'd swallow it. You'd Last game of a road trip, teams don't often win those things. Remember when Tampa Bay was here in town? They got rolled up by the Flames last game of their road trip. They just wanted to get home. I'm yeah. sure the Flames feel the same way. You had this one. This well, one's tough. And it's very hard, and that's why you have to show up for a better match against a team like Detroit and not piss away, you know what I mean, Yeah. in a flat effort. Because you have not – because you have games like this and you're screwing yourself over. Like, you, it's they're doing it to themselves, and I think that's the hardest part. It's interesting we're – seeing there's a lot of people we're on uh, we're on the old facebook and the the, the tweeter retro and the the mm-hmm. youtubes and all that um there's a lot of comments flying in and i think there i think there's a lot of people who are seeing what you're seeing and that is that the jacob markstrom well, does not look right he doesn't look right he looks stressed out whenever the game gets tight which is at the start of a game or in tonight's scenario late in a game when things get to squeeze he doesn't look good and i think probably a lot of fans are sick of the we talked about it on friday when we lit him up pretty good they're sick of the have a good season have a shitty season never really 
because if they don't make the playoffs this year, if this is what we're going to get, what's next year bring? Like, are you going to keep the same squad together for next year after watching this muck for a year? I can't imagine. Maybe you are. That's a bold move, though, isn't it? Leaving it all those pieces in place and saying, you know what? The the year before, so last year right mm-hmm. now, everyone played really well, maybe too good. Everyone was career years, whereas this year everybody's had down years. So next year we're going to have everybody back to having good years. Like, I, I don't know what the faith in that is. I, oh, you, you'd and, like to have kept last year's team together. Yeah, yeah. That's sure the one would've. you wanted to keep intact, but you couldn't. So now you've got this one. And the only problem is you've got some guys that are, as we know, entering year one of these long-term extensions. Caudry's oh. in year one, and then we know, I mean, we we know, with with Uyghur and Huberto entering. And I didn't even mind Huberto tonight. I thought, like, I thought... Yeah, he made a couple You plays. know, starting to come around. Toffoli's been good. Dubé's... Shit. But that, Shitty. And here's the problem. Here it is. That's what they are. They're a team that's... They're, they're okay. 500. Yeah, they're a 500-type squad. They're good enough to win some games. They're going to lose some games. If their goaltender's not a Vesna guy, they're not a guaranteed playoff team. And I don't know. It's great for us to say, oh, play Vladar. Great. He's had a hell of a streak this year. He's played some really good hockey. He maybe should have got that nod earlier. But I'm not convinced he takes you to the promised land. I like him a better option right now because I don't trust Markstrom at all. But I don't know that that's saying a lot. Like, you're talking about a guy that's seven out. Oh, yeah. so you're better than him? Jesus, I hope so. It's never dull. Like It's never easy for the Flames, and it's never dull. It seems like every single year. That's the one thing about covering this team. There's lots of ups and downs. <laughs> I remember at the start of last year, remember you were pissed off. You're like, what are we going to talk about? They keep winning every night. This is boring. Well, look how good they are. This is this is giving you lots to talk about. Yeah, plenty of fuel. Uh, I'll be back on Thursday after the Detroit game. So, well, what what ha- They fly home. I gotta think tomorrow, which is Tuesday, is an off day. They will practice oh, Wednesday, 100%. and then it's Detroit. Detroit on Thursday, and they'll start that. Uh, it's a brief home stand, but they'll have three home games. How do if if you're Daryl, if you're the coaches, if you're the team, is there's not much you can do. But what do you what do you do to navigate the next forty eight hours or so? I still say, you watch that Ottawa team. Like they were still more excited about playing hockey than the Flames. I thought the Flames had a fine game. They're in a position to win it, but Ottawa was more excited to play a hockey game. They had more emotion in the game. They made more mistakes, probably. And they they were in a spot to lose. But they came back, and I think part of the reason they get to come back is because they do have that excitement. Some way, I don't. It's it sounds ridiculous, but some way, somehow, you've got to have these guys emotional and excited to play hockey because I still don't think they are. Like, I, I could be wrong, and maybe they're just real professionals, but... That's all it looks like to me is they're trying to be professionals and they're trying to go out and work and just be monotone and and businesslike. And I, I don't want that. 
I want to see some piss and vinegar and having some fun and, and, and playing with excitement. They just, if they score in overtime, is their reaction as animated as Stutzel's and the, the Ottawa Senators? No. no. They wouldn't have had the big comeback, I guess, so maybe that's why. But they just, more often than not, to me, they're a flat team. And until they find a way to enjoy going to the rink and playing hockey and embracing the challenge, it ain't going to work out. Well, and, and just kind of the last final thoughts, it's hard to get into that frame of mind when you don't give yourself enough chances to do it. I saw, because before the Senators played this game, they lost to Edmonton. And prior to that, they had won four straight. And they had three four-game winning streaks. The Flames haven't won four all year. You need to have a body of work that allows you more yeah. than three games, more than seven, nine days of feeling good before you hit that valley again. It's like, oh, yeah, geez, you know. I, I don't know how you feel good. You, you, feel, you felt uh, awful play- after Chicago. You felt awful after Detroit, and you feel awful, awful again. Well, and not to belabor it, but I've been, I've been on a team like that where it's a win and two losses and maybe two wins and a loss, and you just never get on a roll, and you never get there. You just never, never get there. Is it possible? Sure. But I'll bet you go back to history of – this league there's not many teams that mock their way to a playoff and then a long playoff run uh winning two and losing the old one, two steps forward one step back because that's what the flames are and i don't even know if they're two steps forward they might be one step forward one step back a pair for dylan dubé he's up to 15 on the season tyler Toffoli, his role continues he has uh, 22 that made it a th- they had 3-1 lead late stages of the third and then a pair of late goals, two in 46 seconds, Batherson, Debrinket score, and then Tim Stutzla in overtime. The Senators beat the Calgary Flames by a score of four to three in overtime. We'll be back with another afterburner on Thursday after the game against the Detroit Red Wings back at the Dome. Retro, get some sleep. Big barn burner coming tomorrow. Need you fired up. Need you fired up, big boy. Gotta stop yelling. Losing my voice. Yeah. Get some sleep, buddy. Good night, everybody. That's Afterburner. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.